Just like, <laughs> like you'll never guess what theme Peter sang on today's podcast. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Technically Speaking Podcast, the podcast where we uh, take a look at tech from a common man's angle, I don't really know. I am your host, Peter, and I am joined today by my good friend, Aaron, how are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm good, how are you? I'm, I'm fantastic. I'll tell, um, you, I'll tell you one thing we don't do with tech while we're on that. We don't turn it upside down. No, Not my anymore. friends. It's a new year, it's a new uh, podcast. We are no longer letting technology... I don't uh, know. We, we turned it upside down. A lot, of, a lot of blood rushed to the technology's yeah, head. Some things fell out, like coins, etc., you know. We can't afford that. No. Because we've spent all of our money on this new equipment. <laughs> Hopefully, the first thing you have noticed about this episode is that quality-wise, sound quality-wise, it is better. I just want Content to say... Content quality. I think we sound fantastic, but let's face it, you can only package up a turd so well. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> let's hope that this is the hermetically sealed box that we've been looking for. Exactly, uh, and it's not a turd. Um, so yes, um, I thought that today we could take a look at some of the strangest and weirdest gadgets um, from CES yes. 2019. And and then can I just kind of go on from there and kind of, I know you had a little bit that you wanted to discuss and we'll, uh, I don't want to allude to that just yet. I, th- I feel like we could keep the, the, the listeners in suspense. It's suspense. A, I just want to say to everyone, it is a controversial subject. Uh, well, aye, it's, it's a touchy subject, you know. Genuinely, will boil down to human rights, etc. By the time we get to it, nothing, you know, nothing that's totally well, it's totally outrageous, but nothing that's like to do with anything too bad. I would want to say. I put myself on rocky ground saying that, but you know, you have, you have. So, um, since we last spoke. Have you had a wee nosy at CES at all? Did you take a look at some of the stuff that was announced? I know that we spoke a little bit about um, LG's uh, roll-up OLED TV. We spoke a little bit about Samsung's um, space-saving monitor, essentially, is what they called it, which was, well, it was just a TV that you could stick other TVs on to make a bigger TV. So you buy a mini 12-inch TV and buy as many mini 12-inch TVs as you wish to buy and then stick them all together and make one giant TV. Yeah, man. So I, I just want to say my favourite thing that I've seen at CES is we're starting to see the end of the notched phone. I don't know, you know, the notch in the phone. You, yes. you currently live with a notch. Yes, and a it crack is, in the bottom of it. And screen. a crack in the bottom of it, yeah. Um, 2019 is the year of the, the hole punch. The whole punch. The whole punch. Right. So basically, um, great audio content, this, is basically you've got a full edge-to-edge display, but it's literally just got a little black circle for where the camera is. Oh. That's it. That's all you get. No notch. No nothing. And uh, the way they're they're doing it is that the the whole punch is on the left-hand side, so the camera's on the left-hand side rather than the middle, which I think may be a little bit strange for taking selfies and stuff like that if you've been used to the camera being in the middle. But I think it's much better in terms of saving space so I mean I've just uh, this is the first time I've heard of that I've had a quick <coughs> I've had a quick Google uh, all you need to Google is whole punch phone straight away it looks weird it looks like the kind of thing you would put a key ring through 
It does. It doesn't look like there's meant to be a camera there. It looks like there's a hole in the phone. So the first two that have popped up is the Honor V20 and the Huawei Nova 4. Yeah, they Pun- are. They punch are hole phone battle, as Frankie Tech has put on YouTube. Which uh, Frankie Tech, what a shout out. What a lad. I don't know who uh, that is. It is not uh, like Tekken, I'm guessing, with these two phones. But, you know, it looks quite strange. I don't know. So, so uh, the first thing that came to my head, why has the notch came in and then disappeared so quickly? So I think when you look at the notch, what they were trying to do is create that edge-to-edge display. And the way that manufacturers have been trying to do that has obviously been tested. The reason Apple um, introduced the notch in their phone is because they actually wanted to introduce about nine or ten different sensors. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the the other companies, they all all they want is the camera. Like that's all they want. Okay. Um, so that I think you're going to see Apple continue with the notch, but you're going to see other companies who aren't looking to do things like Face ID start to move away and just go right. for the whole punch with the the advantage of you don't have a notch because it's became almost like a like a bad thing to have a notch. It's always like, oh, your phone's got a notch. And I know that's not the way it's perceived, but in the tech world, that's how people look at it. So basically your screen can now, you can now get like proper edge to edge to edge to edge display. So you've got all four edges that are completely covered by some form of screen. Exactly right. And I don't know if that just picked up in the podcast there, but my my water bottle just made a fantastic echo. Um, To all those at home that enjoyed that, you're welcome. Um... (laughs) So yeah, speaking of um, kind of the the dumbest or the funniest things from CES, um, I just want to say a little uh, shout out to um, the Sony GTK PG10 Party Bluetooth speaker, which was announced this year. <laughs> the first thing I'm thinking there is that was the name for that was decided at five to five on a Friday afternoon. Well, I, I actually think all they do is they go, right, the PG9 was a great success, what we're going to do for the PG10, but I just want to know like what division of Sony you need to work for. So this basically is a, it's, it's kind of a wee, a wee kind of phenomenon that The Verge talk about a lot, that there's like these companies, these big massive tech companies, and they've got these wee small divisions that creates party speakers. So basically, this this party speaker is fantastic. It has got cup holders. This new version, right. cup holders, and a speaker. On a speaker, it has got mic inputs for karaoke. That's quite good. So it's like all about like you buy this thing, and it's basically like you, wherever this thing goes, the party is. Um, so I may I will be investing in a Sony GTK PG10 party Bluetooth speaker. I, I know this is uh, not necessarily something that is going to be coming out in the next month, but is there any indication of a price for this? Uh, I think it will be coming out in the next month, actually. Well, well, let's uh, GTK PG-10 price. I can confirm from the man on the keys. I won't lie, the Sony website I thought I was going to get the price from. Um, I was going to say, do you need me to fill for a bit here? (laughs) Yes, could you fill? Oh, we can pre-order it on Amazon, so uh, live on the podcast, I'm going to pre-order the GTK PG10 Bluetooth speaker by Sony at the grand old price of £297.55. My God. Um, Integrated Bluetooth, FM radio, USB play and charge. It charges your USB devices. That's quite good. I quite like that. FM radio. Do you want FIM or AM? Oh my god. Sweet, is that a sweet life, or, uh, sweet life on deck? I was going to say, was it on deck or off Zach and Cody? I think it was um, on deck. Do you want I've got to AM say, or FIM? 
My favourite uh, piece of technology, believe it or not, this does qualify as technology. Uh, and bear with me when I say this, is Spartan silver-lined underwear. Spartan silver-lined underwear. You know what, Alan? I won't lie to you, I am a, a rookie when it, when it comes to the briefs. I am a pre-mark exclusive <laughs> merchant. I didn't know you were going to, genuinely did not know you were going to unleash this trivia on us, but... Uh, I, mean, I mean, you asked for it, obviously. Well... No, you didn't ask for it, I'm sorry. What are the Spartan, <laughs> silver, whatever they're called? Uh, so, <laughs> basically, um, everybody carries a mobile phone. In which pocket do you carry your mobile phone? Well, I do. I've got the classic triple pat, so keys, wallet, phone. Keys yep. are in the back. The phone is either going to be in the left or the right. Like, I don't have a specific. Oh, you don't. You don't have a specific pocket that your phone it's goes just, in. It's what. Well, it depends on the order. If I've already got my wallet in, the phone's going in the other one. I don't like that. Why? I've got to say, so I, I'm basically just triple pat. Keys are always in the back. Keys are always in the back pocket. But if I pick up my wallet first, say my say my phone's charging. Yeah. And I just. <clears throat> I didn't even think of that. <coughs> um, you're right. You good? Yes. Cool. Um, yeah. So if I've already got my wallet in my pocket, my phone probably goes in the other one. I will say ninety percent of the time it's in my right pocket okay. when I'm thinking about it. But okay. please don't, please don't challenge me if it's in the left pocket. So don't be think I'm a psycho. Basically, Pete with the echoes. Pete <laughs> on the keys and the echoes. There. Sorry. Uh, so basically, um, I always have phone front right pocket. Right. Wallet, front right jacket pocket. Keys, front left jacket pocket. So basically, if you're planning on robbing me... That's uh, that's the situation. I'd go for the keys because there's nothing in my wallet. I'm not going to lie. What about on your phone? Uh, it's cracked. The resale value is dwindled. Yes, considerably. Go for the keys. <laughs> right, can you just uh, release your address for the good people? So, um, <laughs> it is none of your business. <laughs> um, so... People uh, like so. I mean, this is this is one of those things, right? Phones obviously transmit microwave radiation. That's how they work. So there's, I believe, Wi-Fi works on microwave radiation as well. Um, I'm a rookie. Sorry. I mean, we could look up nah. a standard, you know, sort of microwave signal and see. But that would. Can you be tell who's the astrophysicist here, team? Utterly dull. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, pe- people don't necessarily know the long-term effects of having radiation like that around them. I think that could um, be a good wee episode in its own, by the way, but I go on. So, basically, what Spartan are doing uh, with these silver with a silver-line underwear is blocking 99% of the radiation that is transmitted from your phone or a Wi-Fi signal. Is this like the similar... This might sound like a really stupid question, and I'm sorry if it is, but... I've been getting a lot of adverts on Facebook for um, wallets which are RFID, so obviously it's to stop uh, contactless oh. payments. Is that is it is it like a similar thing? Like it's just like a bit of metal or something that's that basically just blocks any kind of waves from travel. Well, yeah, I think it must be because it's silver lined. Um, the article I'm reading on Tech Radar, I will not be quoting because it's. I mean, they've they've done this very much tongue in cheek, shall we say? Um, but essentially, what it is is that. They don't want, like, basically, there's a theory that, that phones phones will give you cancer. You know, if you're a, if you're a reader of the Daily Mail, then that will happen. I believe there was also a thick of it quote in which Malcolm Tucker says, "You're wasting all the minutes on my talk to you get head cancer tariff." So 
it's been there for a while. People don't necessarily know. What a reference, uh, can I just say? What a I've reference. Be, I've been watching it a lot lately. I, Christmas break, what did you do? Learn the thick of it quotes? No, I, well, I already knew them. They were then forgotten. I then relearned them. And uh, for my birthday, was bought an Omni Shambles t-shirt, which was... Fantastic! The, um, so... From bean to cup. Sorry, I won't finish <laughs> that quote to keep it clean lyrics on Apple Podcasts. Um, so yes, Spartan boxers, silver lined, they basically stop any you, potential radiation from getting if, if to you, the junk. If you were if you were to get any form of, you know, testicular cancer or anything like that, it okay. would um that would go a long way to helping prevent that, which is good. Right. So how much are these? Uh do you know I have not seen a price. Is this one of those CES gadgets where they announce it, but it doesn't come out for four years? No, they actually have a web- website. Radiation blocking boxer briefs is the, uh, the actual uh-huh. front Fantastic. line on their Google search. So, buy now. They are available to buy now. It's really strange, this. <laughs> Let's see. One pair, 45 US dollars. $45 for the prevention of cancer. Cancer? Cancer? <laughs> cancer. Sean Connery, cancer. Um, seems fairly reasonable. So the cheapest you can get it is a pack of 10 for 342 so that's $34. What the hell? So, you know, if you wanted one for uh, Monday to Friday, two days a week, uh, then that would, uh, two weeks, sorry, that, and that would be you. Uh, is there anything else that you have seen? So, in, in terms of being genuinely impressed, you know, there's the bits and bobs. Um, I'm not a huge TV fan. Um, I thought it was quite funny. So, the one of the Dell XPS laptops. Right. Um, for, for like four years, they've had the camera at the bottom and on the side because they've, they've basically been getting an edge-to-edge display. So, they've had to put the webcam ah, right, at okay. such an awkward angle. And it's like, after four years... They've managed to put the webcam in the middle, at the top, where it should be. Four years. As exciting as it gets. Four years of R&D. Millions upon millions put into that. Um, What I was surprised about was, um, I think about a good four or five record players were announced at CES this year. Um, Which obviously, from from a business standpoint, for the retro, I mean, it's quite cool to see that uh, companies like Audio-Technica and Technics... um, are still thinking that there's obviously money to be made in producing new turntables. You know, the amount of folk that just go out to a charity shop and buy second hand, but um, these kind of legacy companies that are actually bringing out new equipment is, uh-huh. it must be really expensive for them to make it, but they're, they're doing it. It's, well, it's quite uh, cool. I mean, uh, companies make prototypes and that kind of thing, but you wouldn't mass produce a product if you didn't think there was a market for it. Did we talk about the whole iTunes thing last week? What was that? Oh, I mean, mate. So, Apple have announced that Samsung TVs... Um, yeah, yeah, we are, spoke about that. We're getting, it's getting an iTunes app, but there are no tunes on the app. It's just TV and film. Don't really know why they've called it iTunes, but... That's yeah. a bit strange. Uh, the, uh, one other thing that i seen was the Yevo or Yevo recycled gun headphones. So just a pair of... Earphones. So, have we moved on to the weird st- stuff of CES? Well, now? I mean, I would think that. Fantastic. That I, I would think that a pair of boxers that stop radiation reaching areas is is weird. Okay. It's then not. It's not something you would immediately think. It's not a pair of Reebok football boots without any laces kind of thing. It's no. It's a couple of steps above that. 
I mean, if we're, if we're going to talk about weird stuff, I'd like to talk about the Lovot Companion robot. Um, from the makers of the one of the most iconic modern-day robots, Pepper. I don't know who Pepper is. The it. Companion bot is all about making people feel less lonely. Sounds very Japanese, doesn't it? It does. Acting like a little needy puppy, Lovot buzzes around autonomously on wheels, batting its fluffy wings when it wants to be picked up and hugged. Can I just tell you, when you see the picture of this album... It's a Japanese robot. You're going to... I have seen it. When it does, its wheels will tuck inside, making it more comfortable to hold, and the head-mounted camera will recognise you and make eye contact with, and I'm going to quote... It's googly peepers, all in a bid to all in a bid to make you feel more loved. So, I've looked this thing up. It is, and again, we, we try to keep it PG. I'm not going to swear, but that looks like a Teletubby on crack. <laughs> tell, tell me I'm wrong. Look at that and tell me I'm wrong. Are you telling me that Tinky Winky went off the rails a little bit? Yes, I would say that. You know. Mission failed from Poe. Nunu has he's committed one too many atrocities with uh, the, wow, okay. the the tubby tusted. Wow, we're really <laughs> we're really going in deep with uh, the, the Teletubby reference. There is a there is one here that is like the colour of Lala and actually it's quite weird. It's so strange looking. It's really strange looking. Like I just I just can't quite comprehend why someone would make this? Yeah, yeah. I get as you said. It, it seems Japanese. It is a Japanese robot, right? Okay. Um, but will it be? The, my question is because websites like Stuff and The Verge are talking about it. I wonder if it will ever be released in the West. You know that way, uh, or if it's just to get clicks on the weirdest things. They, they, they have an English version of their website in which you can pre-order. Yeah. So let's have a look. Whilst you look that up, I'd like to talk about um, the Foldy Mate which uh, takes the work out of laundry folding. There is a, just very quickly, a pre-order purchase of 20,000 Japanese yen, which is, well, as of June time, before the pound fell through its own backside, uh, about £140. Nice, man. Nice. That's your deposit. Um, and then, oh, I think that is the cost. Maybe maybe you pay that again. I can't really tell. It's worded quite badly. So oh, it could well. be either 140 or 280 pounds. So the final thing that I think I want to talk about from CES is the Foldy Mate, which um, is a fantastic thing. It looks like, um, you know, when you were in primary school and you would go into like the office and there would be a, a scanner, uh, like a photocopier. Yeah. And it was literally taller than you. I remember that. Taller than you, because, you know, obviously that, this thing looks exactly like a photocopier. I mean... Literally looks like a photocopier. I'm turning around the, my laptop to show on this right now. Okay. Right? Looks like a photocopier. It's standard. That thing, uh, folds your clothes for you. Fold your clothes? It folds your clothes. I could do with one of those. No, 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 no. It doesn't do it automatically. What it does is you still need to clip stuff onto it. So you clip the clothes onto the top. It detects what they are. And then at the bottom pops out the folded clothes. Simultaneous folding, robotic folding. Do you want to know how much it costs? How much? Nine hundred and eighty dollars. Not worth it. Do you? Are you telling me that it's a nine hundred and eighty dollar problem that you can't fold your clothes? <laughs> I think the last time I folded, or to be fair, it's not. It's not even that long ago, so it's going to sound a bit ridiculous. Was before my uh, my work's night out. Was the last time I folded? That was clothes. Wednesday. That was last Wednesday, last but before, Wednesday. before that, we're talking months. Okay, that's really good. 
Um, so I think what the best thing to do would be to take a very quick break. Yes. And um, you can enjoy our new soundboard. And they will be back with uh, our, your topic for today's podcast. Which will be very, very fun. Fantastic. Right, let's go. And we're back after that very, very, very quick break. Um, Alan, it's over to you. Uh, we had CES, sorry. That break was literally as quick as for you as it was for us. Um, now this, I mean, this could get contentious very quickly, however... It's it's not because you know my views on it, but okay. No, but in in the sense of like what it is that we're actually talking about, it's a it's a controversial man doing a controversial thing. Uh, it's the fact and because last week we mentioned streaming services, and uh, I thought that potentially if we could speak about this for a wee ten minutes, fantastic, then we could then move on to talking about streaming services more generally next week. But just something that's quite topical to just get it involved, right? So. People may have heard in the past of Infowars by Alex Jones, which is, I mean, have you ever seen it? Have you ever? It's one of those things that... It's, it's, it's one of those ones where um, politically, I I would I would say I struggle to actually go out and listen to what conservative voices have to say. I'm well, quite bad at that, and I think social media, not to divulge too away from what you're talking about, but I do think find it because... A lot of Scottish people at our age, we are fed a lot of kind of not left wing, but more central left kind of not uh, propaganda, but just view, v- ways, views, thought processes. So the only time I've ever seen Alex Jones has been during uh, when he was kind of banned from everything a couple of months ago, uh-huh. and it was it was just this clip, and he was like, "They're turning the frogs gay," and I, <laughs> like that. That's that's the only thing I've ever seen. I don't know if that was an actual quote. I don't know if that was fake news, but that's the only thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, have, you, have you seen that? Is that a real thing? I, I can't say I've ever seen that. But basically, he's extremely right-wing. Well, this is a thing, right? This is one of those things that apparently people on social media yeah, 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 okay. deliberately so surround Al- Al- themselves. Alex Jones says, turning the freaking frogs gay. That, that's a line. That's a line. Uh, so essentially, um, what was I even... I cannot even remember what I was so, saying. So just explain to folk what Infowars is and what it represents and what happened like a couple of months ago it's, when it was It's ousted. essentially this sort of horrendous... No, uh, from a, an impartial view. It, an impartial it view. is a... Like, is, is it, it's basically just conspiracy theories and things like that. And um, No, so Infowars... airs views that it, are... I mean... I mean, I'm trying to be impartial, but they're pretty ridiculous. Some of the things. I mean, you want me to be impartial about a man who said they're turning the frogs gay? Yeah, but basically, what it is, it's a new show, a podcast um, from a guy called Alex Jones. The the news that they put out has is very right wing. A lot of people say that it is, as you say, quite conspiracy theory related. A lot of it is just flat, like flat out fake news, but. You know, it's it's been um, it's been quite controversial recently because um, it was basically broadcasting on every major social network, and then yes. was it Apple who basically instigated the the basically what happened was all the social media networks and all the kind of major tech platforms basically just scrubbed Infowars from existence. Uh-huh. Um, if memory serves me right, Apple removed it from Apple Podcasts. They tried to make a big deal out of it tech companies responded by going, nah, you're not being on our platform either. 
So Facebook removed them, Instagram removed them. Twitter Twitter, removed Twitter them. were quite late to the party. They I remember were. Twitter being late to the party. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And then more and more podcast um, companies started removing from removing them from their um, from their network. But um, they were recently left solely on Roku. Am yes, I saying that? it was. So fill in from here. Which is a streaming service and essentially they came under some scrutiny because everybody else had gotten rid of it and then they came out, defended it, said they were quite right to have it there, the, you know, free speech, etc. I mean, considering it was a big free speech argument around them, isn't it? It operates under free speech systems, LLC. But then, so that was a couple of days ago, I think it was on the 15th of January, we are currently recording on the 17th of January, so it's like pretty recent. Um, they said, no, we're quite right, we're going to defend it. And then, I believe yesterday, you turned and have now gotten rid of it. Well, I think there's also so much of an outrage that everyone else has obviously turned around and went, these guys, there's fake news and then there's what these guys do, which uh-huh. is insane. Um, but I mean, essentially, it's one of those things, right? I'm all for free speech and I, and I totally get that. But when... When that crosses a line to, like, proven fake stories, harassment, and uh, once you, once it gets libel, you can't really defend it anymore. <coughs> like, I mean, Alex Jones, I mean, let's be fair, he's a horrendous individual. I don't I would, agree. I would say, looking in from the outside, I can understand why a lot of people find him quite charismatic. Like, he's well, got a lot it? of energy, you know, he talks and... Is that he, he acts as if what he's saying is the truth? So it, it, it's no surprise that if you, know, you they, say something, no enough, if you say something enough and enough with enough conviction, people will believe it's true. Of course, regardless. Look, I mean, again, as I said, it could get very <laughs> contentious. Well, we all know that you've got. Um, let's see, what 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 could we make up that's contentious about you? <laughs> you've got you've got a what on your right knee? Uh, I do not. Oh, come record, on, mate. This is what's we'll trying to perpetuate uh, some fake news. I do not want fake news spread about my right knee. One thing I will say, I've got very bad ligament issues in my right knee. Right, okay. Uh, He's got perfect ligament issues now. Like, I mean, what, what I will do now that this horrendous uh, We need, we need, a, we need our own cast, fake news. We need our own uh, fake I'm going news. to put a photo of my right knee on uh, the technical speaking channels at some point. That will happen. Uh, that, that is how vehemently I will defend that. Let's make some fake news. Let's say that... Um, what could we even go for? We really should have thought of this beforehand. It would have yeah, been I've, I've just kind of suggested this off the cuff. I'm yeah. sorry. Why don't we come back with some fake news for the next okay. podcast? Yeah, that's like, what we'll like do. We'll make, we'll make a pod, next podcast a fake news special. Okay, I like that. Um, so yes, Roku basically U-turned. They did. And uh, they are now basically not on Roku at all. So, I mean, I'm, I'm curious as to kind of know where Infowars is still. Like, what company still allow Infowars to operate? Not many, I would guess. I mean, there's still the website, which you can go on to, but considering it gets 10 million visits a month, I'm not entirely happy with people going on it. Um, yeah, I mean... There's, sens- there's a whole censorship argument, but as I said, when you when you, when you you cross legal lines, you, people have a right to take it down. When, when you're... Because, I mean, it says here... Uh, published fake stories which have been linked to harassment of victims, uh, there's been discrimination and sexual harassment ac- uh, accusations made. 
against um, Alex Jones himself. Against Alex Jones himself. Wild. Uh, which you know, none of that. You can't you can't really say anything about that because that would be a legal issue. No. Um, but have you seen this all as well? Uh, just on the topic about R. Kelly. Yes, let's not talk about that. That I mean, that shocked me. It was horrendous that stuff. So. But it was the fact his, his net worth, he's had to pay that many settlements. It's went from $150 million to $1 million. I mean... He is no longer hot and fresh out of the kitchen. No, he, it's unfortunate. He say. has been muted. Yes. And rightly so, I think we would say. Definitely. But yeah, we'll get away from that. Just um, so you know that it comes to the whole, like, streaming services, Roku or Roku, however you want to pronounce it. It's one of those, it's, it's sort of semi-popular. Is how I would say it. Do you know what I mean? I think the Roku are really popular in America. Um, I know that Roku are now starting to build their own TVs in America. So you'll right. get a TV pre-installed with Roku. Uh-huh. Um, and now they're starting to create their own Bluetooth speakers that only work with Roku TVs. Oh. So you basically just buy buy some speakers and they basically work out the box. Um, so I think Roku are trying to build their own little platform where if you work with all their products, it all works together dead nicely. Kind of what Apple have been doing uh, for years. That's what we've um, about that before. It's a, obviously a very successful business model. It's really cool to see Roku doing it. I don't see Roku that much here in the UK. I know it's you see it kind of kicking about Tesco and stuff it like that. It does exist, it's just not prominent. It's, it's nowhere near as prominent. I think in America you've got so many little um, like state-by-state channels and yeah. stuff like that that Roku kind of thrives on. But yeah, here in the UK it's nowhere near as big. I think Sky and Virgin Media have still got such a... Such control over the TV industry, like in America, like um, cord cutting, so much, so much more of a thing. Like, uh-huh. why pay Comcast or whoever it is like two hundred dollars when you can get like a a wee Roku, pay HBO ten dollars, pay Netflix ten dollars, and pay Amazon seven ninety nine a month. You've kind of got all the TV you would ever need, you know that uh-huh. way. Uh, here in the UK, because you've got that TV license immediately, and then anything on top of it. Um, I think a lot of people would just rather pay forty, fifty quid a month for their TV because it. Uh-huh. Uh, it makes it easier that, and as well like that duopoly's been built up since like the 90s totally. so it's, it's been one of those things that's kind of been the, in tech terms been there for a while people are used to it you've got like BT and Talk Talk coming in uh, but you, you're getting more streaming services and I think that would maybe be a good place to, to end it and well, we'll go what I wanted to say to you is how do you think Virgin Media would feel if there was cord cutting how would what do you think their reaction would be Virgin Would you say that they would be sad? Uh, well, yes. <laughs> what, I, what I do have to say though is, it, this is like this is like Peter's Christmas Day today. We've finally got everything together. The thing, like, because it has been it has been months, and if you've stuck with us through this, then fair play to you. Um, it's a very noticeable improvement. In it terms is a of noticeable quality. improvement, but Pete has been. I mean, how you've had that soundboard on that iPad installed for a good two months. I have. So basically, we had planned to really try and improve the quality of this podcast for a while now, but obviously, it's not cheap to get all this equipment and stuff like that. So we've kind of had this kind of preset of um, intro or outro and a whole bunch of kind of sounds all kind of ready for uh, the podcast, and it's only been today that we've had it all ready to kind of use. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm taking every opportunity that I can. Like, are you, are you, a, are you a big fan of Matt Damon? Uh, no, but I know what you're going to say. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. You are now my friend. Um, so essentially, what we, 
I'm just playing memes now, I'm sorry. It is. Uh, I mean, the, the raw one earlier on was a meme, and I, and I can see you looking at the button there, ready to press it. Do you want me to press it? Do you want me to press it? Press it. Right. Okay. It's raw. There you go, it's raw. Um, just like this podcast, it is raw. <laughs> and uncut, so... Raw. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not, doing, I'm not doing my full Gordon Ramsay impression um, on the podcast. So It'll happen in time, but not today. No, that, I mean, we'll, we'll get ourselves, we'll get a few more episodes under our belt before, we, before we start doing that but kind of one thing. thing I want to close out on is, you know, I think it's fair to say that me and you, we really want to do a podcast about technology, but we, we, we do want to have like a unique slant on it, and I think uh-huh. we're still trying to find our feet in what, what that's going to be. Uh-huh. We, we don't just, as I mean, I think we said in episode one, we don't just want it to be this sort of classic technology podcast that's just, everything's homogenised with everything else, it's all the same, it's all the same stories, all the same stuff, and, you know, we don't, we, don't, we just would rather, because I mean, we would be bored if we did it like that. So now we've got everything together, it's now just up to us to be, like, decent. Definitely. So I think what I kind of want to want to kind of lead with that is that for anyone that is listening, what I think would be really important for me and Arne, at least for me anyway, I, I know I, I would really appreciate some, not like some ideas and feedback, it's not like that we can't brainstorm ourselves, but uh-huh. just if there's anything you want to see from a tech podcast that, 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 you're, suggestion that, that, that you're not getting... Um, that would be really nice. Like, so if you just uh, email hello at technicallypod.co.uk and you just put suggestion at the top, that means we'll know exactly what you're talking about. And um, it just means that we're able to kind of weed through all of those other requests that we get. <laughs> uh, so yes, hello at technicallypod.co.uk is the email address. Um, I mean, you could you could even be less formal than email and just uh, find us on any social media and that would be at technicallypod across all platform definitely and we'll be making a much more much more of an effort to be posting there consistently because what i really want is for us to be able to say is is it where we're bringing folk in you know but we're posting on twitter we're posting on facebook we're posting on instagram so we're, we're, we've got these ambitions so if you if you do follow us you know we really appreciate it because we're we're putting in the time putting in the hours yes to to make this happen and one other thing i mean if you listen to this podcast and you enjoy it and know somebody else who would enjoy it, pass it on to somebody else, tell them about it. And another thing, see, even if you don't enjoy it, but know somebody who potentially would, tell them anyway. And, uh, you know, hopefully, over time, this will start to grow arms and legs and we'll get there. Um, but, you know, we've now we've now got all the equipment together. We've got everything that we, we have. Um, so I'm not going to ask you for anything else. I usually ask folk to leave a review, but we're not doing that today. It's, it's fine. Nah, Don't worry nah, about that. It's been it's been a, it's been a long episode. Day's going. The day's going. But uh, anyway, thank you for listening, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.